Oh, well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this meeting of the Railroad Community Casters Club, where we don't railroad our players, but we do eat spaghetti with chopsticks because we ran out of forks. Hi, my name is Kenzie. <laughs> Calling me out. But you can call me Kit. Um, and my pronouns are they and she, and I play Amara, our resident mega nerd. Fun fact about Amara this week, uh, she had a phase uh, where she got really into like old school radio audio dramas and uh <laughs> i don't i also don't know where that came from but uh yeah that i <laughs> what was her favorite why would you do this to me <laughs> <laughs> keep you on your toes um it was a like uh for those of you who are watcher fans it was a mystery files sort of style uh walk through weird like crimes and occurrences not true crime because that's shitty but like you know i don't know oh yeah <laughs> i couldn't think of a fact could you tell <laughs> jay please go howdy everyone my name is jay like the letter but with an a and also a y you can use whatever pronouns you like and i play honey and my fun fact about today is that one time me and my family went and saw a local community theater production of this thing where this guy run, is like trying to become king or something but it took place on like some sports court i don't know it's called shack beth or something (laughs) 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 there's so much in that there's so much and uh i actually my my family and i went home and we actually uh tried to recreate our own little pieces of theater um we weren't good but it was really fun to like hang up a a tablecloth in the living room and you know put on little shows for each other i want to add lore that honey saw the high school production of a do a do feathered friend yes! that started. <laughs> somehow they're connected yeah what's up everybody God my name it. is will my pronouns are he him and i play Eamon, who's just a guy and the fun fact about that guy today is that he failed his driver's test three times he had to take it a fourth time. And on his fourth time, he scored the minimum passing score of 80. However, something that has stuck with him as like guilt on his conscience for his whole life since then is that he noticed that the instructor was not paying attention to uh, when he was doing the like parking uh, uphill on a curb, was not paying attention to the way he uh, turned his wheels and he knows that he turned them the wrong way so he knows he should have gotten a 78 not an 80 <laughs> okay i have to but ask, he got his license is so. this is this in claria or is this if amen was a real person are there cars in claria there are not cars in claria, but there are carriages so did you turn the, the horses the right way <laughs> <laughs> yeah that <laughs> I was going to say in in our world, but that's so much better. That's so much better. We're doing that. Hell yeah. Cannon. Oh, my God. All right, His carriage yeah. driver's test, yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Max Co. I use they, them pronouns. I am Grandma Meebles. <laughs> uh-huh. Grandma who? I'm Grandma Meebles. Grandma what? Grandma Meebles. Meebles? My fun fact is I want to throw my fact back at you. Uh, this is going to be extremely outdated when this question when uh, when this episode comes out, but my question, I'm going to go around the table. What is your character's Roman Empire? Am I first? Sure. Oh, God. I feel like it's really obvious. Amara's Roman Empire is the century void. Uh, my Roman Empire is all the different knots you can tie. When Eamon was in senior year of high school, 
uh, there's his school's football team was undefeated that season and he doesn't shut up about it. <laughs> the worst one. That is first off American football exists in Claria. <laughs> A hey. form of it. Yeah. 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 Go sh- uh, shale shells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robbins is everything. All the time. Everything. Everywhere. everywhere all, all at once. once. Uh, starring Robin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. All right. Are we Are we ready yeah. to get into it when we last left get off? into the groove. When we last left off, we had just narrowly escaped a fight in Moonwater. It seems that Gundis returned from the dead and has the hand of God and is controlling all these people. And then a donkey is coming after Eamon. We just narrowly escaped. It seems that we're on our way to the Izumi Plains to to the library. We're about a two and a half days journey. And we'll start just as the day begins. Um, but first... Gonna gonna roll something. Oh no. no. Is it the goose? You wish it was the or goose. Or is it the donkey <sighs> catching up with us? <laughs> Amen. Oh. Right before you wake up, mm-hmm. you're having a dream. Oh God, this never goes well. Uh you're sitting in a park. Uh you see some families are playing near the lake. The night sky shines brilliantly off the water. Uh somewhere there's a cow. Somewhere, Honey is drinking a water tower full of tea. Somewhere, uh, your father's eyes are bloodshot and tired, and you're sitting next to her. She's <laughs> talking, but no sound comes out, and you have this sudden fear that you might have forgotten her voice, and the landscape suddenly changes. You are standing in the place you last saw her. She's become light. It overcomes you and envelops you warm at first, then cold, dark, the light of the stars reflecting on the lake, the glitter of the sky, the glitter of her freckles, a halo of stars, a smile, and you hear her voice, full of love. You're an idiot. And then reality glitches. It distorts. It's becoming incomprehensible. It, she is fading out of memory, out of history. What? And you wake up. What? <laughs> you woke up like me. Hmm? Going. <laughs> is that? <clears throat> That's normally how I wake up. I'm going to pat myself down just to make sure yeah. everything's good. Pat the ground, pat honey on the shoulder. Yeah, you found that you you fell asleep like towards the tail end of your watch with Amara. And Amara just sort of lets you sleep. Amara, you see next to you, Eamon has woken up. Shaking, sweating. You good? Um, yes, I'm perfectly fine. Why do you ask? Insight check. You're rolling insight check. I made coffee. <gasps> Hell yeah. Do we have tea? Do I have tea left? You still have tea left. Oh, yes. wonderful. I rolled a zero. <laughs> <laughs> you said, I don't know, goddamn thing. Uh, what did you roll? Wow. I rolled a one, and <laughs> I have a minus one. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They did the impossible. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. The, the moment you look at the look at Eamon, it's almost like a broken computer just goes <laughs> in your mind. <laughs> Amara just blue screens and like blindly reaches for coffee. Yeah. Are you <laughs> okay. okay? I'm good. Okay. I'm doing great. I'm alive and well. Look at the sun. And I, I look directly into it. I do too. 
Roll a constitution I saving don't. throw. Roll a constitution <laughs> saving throw. This is the first roll of my new dice that I was gifted <gasps> to oh my by gosh. the one and only Kit wow. for my birthday. Yeah. I'm old and decrepit now for our <laughs> listeners. They have cute little honey colored dice that came in a little honey jar. Wow. Oh my gosh. Those are. I got a uh, 15. A 15? You don't take fire damage. Oh. <laughs> um, I got a 12. <laughs> Oh, geez. you don't take fire. Damage. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Woo! But as you look up into the sun, you see that for a moment, you know, when you like look away from the sun, you kind of just see this kind of blinding light in your eyes. As you're like blinking away, you see that the light sort of becomes two figures as walking towards you is uh, Kingsley and Reagan. Oh, oh, howdy. Oh, hello there. You see that they're like a little beat up, but like not, you know, beat up enough to be significant when thinking about the amount of people that they were fighting. <laughs> How'd it go? Oh, it's all right. They're all subdued, sleeping in their beds. We also did a bunch of healing, so they should all be fine. Unfortunately, Gundis did disappear. We couldn't catch him. It was unfortunate. I don't know. He's sort of, he's just, um, so you, how did you do, th- like, you just, have you always been this powerful? It looked like you had done this before. Yeah, we've been, we've been protecting the towns. Well, not the, the other town. We've been specifically protecting Moonwater for, you know, as long as it's been happening. Hmm. Well, at least as long as we figured out sort of a way to get around the control magic. You know what I mean? Hmm. So we've addressed this. One of you, I believe, was within earshot when um, Gundus said this, but do you recall Gundus saying, quote, how do you create a god? Oh, I do remember that, yes. It's a little concerning, I would say. I would say it's um, concerning to a certain extent. Do you know how to create a god? Oh, no, I do not. I think I do. How do you create a god? Well, in order to create a god, you need a mass amount of people to worship you because then that would like translate to you becoming something that could be on like a pedestal or something. And it creates this like almost hierarchical power that you are probably absorbing through them. And if you could find a manifestation to be able to concentrate all of that material into you, then you could probably like elevate yourself into godlike status. Honey's nose start bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants coffee? <laughs> You're on. You're on to something. Yeah, you're. Uh, and I'm like, where did that come from? <laughs> Kingsley, talk. You're getting there. You're. You're sort of understanding. It's not about hierarchical power, though. It's grand emotion. No. If something or someone or enough people believe in something, generally, something reacts. The, the celestial cosmos and universe are a very strange thing, and we don't really understand a lot of it. But what we do know is that celestial beings are not created out of the celestial plane, but out of the emotions of the material plane. Oh. What? Oh. So you're telling me we can do anything? I think if you believe hard enough, you could create anything that could become a god, yes. Come on, everyone. We got to clap. We got to have our applause to bring Tinkerbell <laughs> back alive. This is inspired by Tinkerbell. <laughs> <from Peter Man. laughs> okay. This is all conjecture and theory, by the way. We well, have no oh, idea. I mean, oh, okay. That we have no idea if that's true. Sense. This is how we're interpreting oh, okay. what Gundis right. said. You know what I mean? I think that right. instead of saying, like, how do you create a god, I think what he was really saying is, like, you created us, you know what I mean? These bandits, mm. you created this event. I see. 
All right. Well, um, we were going to, I guess we could have a little meeting Yeah, now. you guys wanted to meet, had more information for us? Yeah, we have a, we have a couple things. First thing is, are you okay? Emotionally or physically? I would say both. Well, at least I'm pretty. I would agree, you are I- very pretty. Put those away. All right. Take off your gloves. No. Let me see the hands. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm fine. Um, Eamon. Physically recovered. Eamon's got an ass after him. Yeah, that donkey was going for you. Yeah, do you know what's up with that? I have no idea what I did. Did you do anything to make it swear vengeance upon you? No, I I mean, I thought I, I, thought I left a, a nice tip. You did you did. ask for a private room and not provide ample compensation and then spit in his face by giving him a gold? Is that rude here? I wouldn't say it's rude, but, you know, donkeys are on another level of, of manner culture than we are. Right. So so we, so we I shouldn't do that. No, you're, you were basically saying I do have money, but it's not for you, but I'm just going to throw it in your face because I have money, but you don't. But I was giving the, I was giving him the money. Yeah. So you were, sh- you were proving that you have money. Oh, so, okay. Sorry. Let me get this straight. <laughs> Sorry. Um, straight. I'm from back east. Uh-huh. Um, I know. So is, so is tipping not really, does that not happen um, here in the West? Tipping is generally done when you provide a service, you know what I mean? Right. You be, what I, from what I heard, mm-hmm. from what the donkey said, All right. <laughs> what you said, what, uh-huh. what you did basically right. was like, hey, can I have a room? And he was like, do you have the money to provide, to, to pay for the room? And you went, no, but here, I do have money. Well, yes. But the the price for the room that I originally asked for, you know what? It's it doesn't matter. None of this is consequential. <laughs> Not until that donkey gets up to you, baby. <laughs> yeah, the donkey will be consequential. Right. You're right. You're right. Is what I'm saying making sense? No, I get it. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you. No, sense. it was a it was like a power play kind of thing you were doing. Yeah. Was it? Yes, but you didn't mean to. But you know, intent versus impact. You know, like when you when you. You're like trying to pick between two products and someone's like, oh, this one's 250 gold and this one's 50 gold. And you're like, oh, give me the 50 gold one. Yeah. But then you pull out a coin purse that's like full of like 500 gold. Right. You could obviously afford the 250 gold one. I don't think we could afford the private room. We yeah, could. but the donkey didn't know that. Okay, well, that's <laughs> not what I was saying. We Hold can't on. afford that. We're poor. Yeah. I also forgot to mention this. Uh, you two now see Reagan in her astral elf form. Oh, shit. Yeah. You're pretty. Oh, thank you. It's the jeans. Oh, where'd you get them from? Apple Bottoms? The astral plane. <laughs> Damn it. Is that next to H&M? Yeah. Oh, okay. The... H&M plane. I'm going to throw myself out the window. <laughs> uh, well, um, so, well, our plan was we were going to keep on heading up because we were going to that library mm-hmm. because we were thinking that's where we could go to see that. Um, Are you going to go see Henry? Henry, yes. Yeah. He- Henry what? Henry, Henry Beastings. Beastings. Why was I thinking Joey Chestnut, <laughs> the hot dog eating champion? Your brain works in such incredible ways. We were on our way to find Henry Beastings. Which was up in the library because I mean Miss Thing and I over here and I point to Amara, we had we have some inklings mm-hmm. about this shit. What uh, are your inklings? Well, I mean, do you know Mr. Henry? Yeah. yeah. Henry's great. Easy. Yeah. Now, would you say is he like someone who if he came across I don't know, a magical item, like the hand of God, would he utilize that to torment the souls of thousands of people? 
I do not think that he has the constant. Okay, have you ever seen a wet cat? Uh, baby, I've been a wet one before. That. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean by that? I'm talking wop, wop. <laughs> Pop that big Mack truck right in that little garage. Have you ever seen like a Maine Coon cat? You know, like a like a big fluffy cat. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. you dipped it in water and see how skinny that motherfucker really is. Skinty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's and- basically Henry B. Stiggs. Okay, but like... I do not think that he has the constitution to do something like but that. But does he have the constitution? I do not God believe so. <laughs> have you ever seen a frayed rope? You know what? I actually have. <laughs> that is what Henry B. Stiggs personified is. So, so like... <laughs> It could. You're saying it couldn't be ham because he's like kind of sloppy. But I'm he, saying that the magic that is being utilized is extremely powerful, and it takes a a very a, a much more attuned and powerful body to even handle something like that. Oh, well, back to that thing where you heard um, the ones who found it use it or something like that. And if we know for a fact that some uh, field agents happen to find it. Um, do we, then they probably if they're field agents they got to have some skill to them and a little bit of constitution to be able to withhold and handle something of that caliber. And weren't correct me if I'm wrong. Did we know the whereabouts of the of those other field agents yes. that found it? There, wow. Was it? Yes. I, my voice can't stop cracking. Yes. Uh, they're in Ophenia's helm. And is that to the north? That is to the northeast. Okay. Because um, it's about three and a half days northeast. Okay. Because when Gundis, who at, at the time I thought was a friend, died, you know, that Gundis told me something about going north. Look, let me look at my handy dandy, dandy <laughs> notebook. That yeah. you finally remembered to bring to hey. the session. <laughs> hey. While you're doing that, let me, let me give you some. This is Kingsley. I'm talking too much as Reagan. Uh, let me give you, I'm going to give you some of the extra information that I was going to give you. I think that uh, Reagan started, aspired a little bit of, sp- just, uh-huh. Nobody uh-huh. can speak uh-huh. to uh-huh. her. Yeah. Uh, says you. I think that Reagan dispersed a little bit of this information, but I have a simple question. How do you puppet a puppet? Jay has the answer. What are the required <laughs> bits to puppeteer a puppet? Well, strings, right? Strings. strings. You're going to need a wooden vessel to withhold that strings, followed immediately by a hand that is holding that thing attached to an arm, which is attached to a body, which okay. is attached to a mind. You're getting there. Which is attached to there. way for you're on there. All right. So you need a God. hand. Damn it. Let's break it down to its baser values. You need a hand and you need the strings. You need the apparatus to control the puppet and you need the hand to actually control that apparatus. Just like that, there are two parts. There are the strings that connect the people and he sort of snaps and you see that uh, there's a vast, if you look up, casting sort of a mass undisguised visibility, whatever that spell might be, there's a mass network of gold strings that are running through the sky. And one of, like, you see three of them are coming down, one connected to the back of Reagan's neck, one connected to the back of Kingsley's neck, and one connected to the back of Amara's neck. Huh? Oh my God, you got worms. What? Do with that what you will. That this... network is how everything is controlled, right? 
You see it for right now. It's going to disappear in about six seconds. I can't. I quickly try to touch the string behind Amara's back. Your hand sort of like goes through it, but you see that it is definitely affected just by the force of of gravity. And Honey and I don't. You do not. Have those. Damn. Uh-huh. You need a hand to connect the string. Somehow the hand was able to connect a string to Amara. I did end up confronting whoever had the hand behind the uh, sheriff's office back in, where were we? That would be Twin Hearth. Back in Twin Hearth. But Gundis was dying in the front room. Right. So either that was an elaborate illusion mm-hmm. or whoever is controlling the hand can change their face. Or there's more than one people. Right. N- n- all of those options seem possible to me. They all seem likely. All right. But there are two parts of it. There are two parts of sort of ending this threat, this this thing that is happening to us. This is something that we've recently discovered. You have to destroy the hand. The hand. He puts up his right hand. And you have to destroy the strings. Because if the strings are destroyed and the hand is is still alive, then the hand can just create more strings. If the strings are destroyed, or the hand is destroyed and the strings are still there. There's still something that is connecting to every human in the Azumi planes, and someone will figure out a way to magically abuse that. Do you have any idea how we can, like, I feel like the hand is a, a little easier to destroy than a bunch of strings. Do you have, like, uh, an idea? Because that's a lot of strings. I, I looked up there. It was like one of them spider webs. Well, there was something that Reagan said that I completely honestly forgot about telling yes, you guys this is conjecture i think that the strings all go to one place well, that makes sense i think there's a big root of strings up north where they found the hand i haven't been up there but i think there might be something up there that connects all of this you know what i mean yeah like roots yeah the person who found the hand is also the person, I'm not accusing Henry B. Stings, but the person who found the hand is also the person that discovered the strings as well to make sure that they can control all the people. You know what I'm saying? Were people already connected to strings? That I do not know. Damn. Okay, so, um, sorry, can we just get on the same page about, um, are we still considering the option that Henry B. B. Stings could be the, the master? The mastermind. I'm not saying no, but I'm not saying yes. All right. I think there's a chance he could still be part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I ask because um, I was looking through my handy dandy notebook and um, I remember it was something along the shore. That's mm-hmm. what he said. He said north along the shore. Yeah, that's where they found it, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. The the field agents. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so. I think we got to head north. Yes. Well, isn't that. um was uh remind me where we were going again the library is the two library. two and a half days north okay would that be going in the same direction yeah okay yeah, north all right north so we can always see yeah. what's up so there and then the it was found along the shore of the northernmost peninsula of uh the azumi plains which is a day's journey from azumi's crest hmm. from the azumi plains directly east or directly west is the bandit encampment and directly north and directly east of azumi's crest is ofenia's helm which is where the Mm. other field agents are i okay i think basically all of them are a day's journey from 
Right. I think if we go right. to that central place and then look up, or mm-hmm. uh, Kingsley, if you can somehow do that thing again you did, we'd be able to see. Um, or, I mean, isn't there a spell for, like, see invisibility or something? Was yeah, that, is that? I gave you candy. Yeah, yeah we, we do have we, that. We, we have do that. have it, yes. Um, because then I feel like from that main point, especially if it's, again, nothing against Henry B. Stings, but I feel like from there then we could decide what direction to go based off of following. But also that's another thing of, well, when you got, like, all those strings tied up and whatnot, you can't tell where it ends and begins, and they could be going in all sorts of directions. So we're not entirely sure what direction things could be going. But I think if we head north and get to Azumi's Crest, then we can decide from there. I think we should just head out when we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are we feeling about the involvement of these other field agents at this moment? Because if we want information from them, we could have Robin contact them and maybe have a have them meet us. At the library, if we wanted to talk to the people who found it. But that could also be dangerous based off of some information that we have about one who found it controls us, et cetera, et cetera. Can Robin? Robin, can you contact those field agents? Yeah, I can contact them. Can you have them meet us at the library? Is that uh, it depends on them? where their next assignment is because they're sort of, you know, they're in transition right now. So yeah, I'll yeah. contact them and see if they can either meet us or they can just meet us halfway, you know, half a day's journey to yeah, yeah. between Afenia's Helm and, Afen- and Azumi's Crest. Perfect. Well, if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. We'll see what happens. You're making a face, Eamon. What are you thinking? Well, I just, I think it could be beneficial, but we do need to be careful because of that information that if they are the ones who found it, it's always possible that they are the ones controlling it. Um, so I don't know, though, because I don't know what to trust anymore because Gundis told me that, and then Gundis <laughs> was the one that <laughs> I mean, but even... So I, I don't know. It's but, also entirely possible that they might not be the ones he was referring to because, I mean, how did the field agents find out about it? That's true, actually. So if I it didn't was not think about that. found and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, someone sent to Moonflower about it. So I think we, we yeah. could be thinking about it a little too literally in that Very true. respect. And yes, uh, yeah, maybe it, yes, I think it is worth it to see if we can and then just be careful. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm ready yes, to party. Absolutely. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Before you leave, we have a couple of gifts for you. <gasps> who is the, who is the most responsible? Why are you pointing at me? Well, Why are you pointing? I'm the one who keeps getting taken control of. Do not give me anything well, important. That's not your fault. I, I, I mean, know, I but it still keeps happening. Is this something that I could potentially use against the other two? If so, I was going to give you healing potions. Okay, then that's great. <laughs> I will take that. You are given four potions of greater healing. Uh, and who is the least responsible? Yes, it's honey. No, well, it's honey. But it's I'm pretty. Honey. And? It doesn't mean you're responsible. That doesn't mean, yes, it, you know. Uh, it does pretty not people mean... have responsibilities too. Yeah, but. Watch this. And then I kind of move my shoulders in a sensual way. <laughs> and then I cast a uh, druid craft on my thumb and go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that tells me all I need to know. <laughs> Kingsley gives you a gallon jug filled to the brim with uh, wrapped saltwater taffies. And on the on the jug is a little question mark. All of those are mystery spells. I don't know what. How many are there in there? I'm gonna say sixty four. <laughs> can you admit? Can it be sixty nine? 
I'm going to say 69. Yeah! <laughs> Let's fucking go! The funny number. Nice. 69. Let's go. Um, Thank you. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Straight J? Football. <laughs> All right, I'll be best on your way. All right. Well, thank you for your help. Of course. And, um, well, will we see you again? Oh, probably. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, then until next time. Yeah. Oh, amen. Uh, yes. Tell your pa I said hello. Uh, righto. <clears throat> we'll do. <laughs> All right. We're going to go do some damage control. Goodbye. Good luck. <laughs> you better control that damage, Mary. <laughs> and they run off like Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Do they do that thing like the Pink Power Ranger where she uh, does a backflip, kicks a laser, <laughs> yes. Yeah. They do elaborate gymnastics and then start running off. Yo, they were wild. Geriatric when... power wizards. I... Is that our next campaign? Yeah. <laughs> World geriatric power wizards. Oh my god, I'm down. Hell yeah. I cast fireball. <laughs> <laughs> I cast. <laughs> Lay on I hands. Except every nope, never mind. <laughs> never mind. It's, it's... Right. As we're packing up, uh, I'll get everyone's attention up. So there was one thing that Reagan told me that I forgot to uh, communicate to you guys. If you end up under control, mm-hmm. um, a way that is supposedly going to break you out of it is trying to focus on your most cringy and embarrassing memory. That or oh. someone saying it to you. Yeah, or. Mm. Someone saying it to you. I well, have never felt a day of embarrassment. Oh, yeah. well, what's then you're that like? What's that like? Uh, I have freed myself from what people call cringe <laughs> by looking inward and allowing myself to find the joy in the things that I do, and then I do a little cartwheel. <laughs> uh, well, that's nice. I have no shortage of those memories. Are, so, are you, really, there's nothing. This is Robin that makes you ashamed. I mean, embarrassed. Well, I mean, like maybe at one point in my life, but like when you're on a farm, like what else am I going to do? Then talk to the horses about how I'm feeling. Okay. I mean, like I've worked through that stuff because there was that one time where I was like having dinner with my family and I kind of ate something a little wrong and I accidentally ended up vomiting all the way over to the table and you're never going to believe who actually had, who was there. It was my grandma. And roll a constitution saving throw at advantage. 17. 17. Okay. You, you almost like you see like a tiny tiny bit of sweat come to to uh honey's forehead and then she immediately sucks it back up into her forehead oh my god i got pores it's incredible poor people (laughs) (laughs) honey has freed herself from cringe i am cringe but i am free (laughs) i mean joy is a choice that you make unless you have depression like oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. I, God of damn. I do, I do need that as a soundbite. That's awesome. That's, that's so good. So are this is wrong. Are you are you saying that 
What is another memory that you have with your grandma? Well, there's that one time I was out back and I actually have, uh, I had my first bow that I had and I was out back shooting trees and my grandma came up behind me and she didn't actually say anything. All of a sudden, my entire body pretty much just went like rigid while I was pulling back that string so I could, you know, fire an arrow. And all I hear her say is, honey, what are you doing? Honey, this isn't what we taught you. This isn't the kind of people that the great sitters are. (laughs) And I just remember thinking, oh, man, that was about to be a bullseye. (laughs) And like, (laughs) so are you (laughs) saying... Max, you are having the toughest time with the shit I say. It sounds like it sounds like you have a complicated relationship with your your uh, no offense, but with your grandmother. Well, yeah, don't we all? So maybe if if you are find yourself under control, shut up. You have daddy issues and you have mommy issues. Fucking God, dude. Uh, I'm staring up at that. I just think if you find yourself under control, maybe if someone was like, think about your relationship with your grandma, then I'll kill myself. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. I'm joking. You can't die here. (laughs) Okay. Did I answer your questions? Amy, you got any? (laughs) What? I think we should roll. And we'll say that you've been walking and talking yeah. this entire time. I Word, have mama. many cringy memories, embarrassing memories. Um, you know, at this point, it's numbering in the thousands, most likely. Um, but you know, so I've got I've got many to choose from. I think I'll be able to pick one. Um, okay, tell Hello. it to us now. Oh, <laughs> um, so we can help you. You know, like we're helping each other. Right. Right. Do we need? I mean, I guess that's okay. Uh, do I have? Do I? <clears throat> do I have to? I look at Robin. <laughs> uh, I mean, prove me if I'm. Tell me if I'm wrong. But Reagan said that it's either you try to remember it, or more more likely someone yells it at you. Yeah, the impression I got was that you'll have more luck with it if someone else is able to say it. Okay. I don't like it either. So, uh, so wouldn't it be good if the like, three of you have like a bank of things to say? I guess so. What's a bank? So, um, okay, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell us your cringe. So it's, it's, um, uh, um, all right. So when I was a bit a young boy, a bit, a <laughs> <My> bit, <father. laughs> when I was a bit younger, there was this, there was this girl. I really liked her. And, you know, I wanted to tell her, so I bought her flowers, and then, well, so I wa- um, so I walked up, and uh, she wasn't paying attention at the time, um, and we were in public, and uh, there was a bunch of people watching me, um, you know, because at the, at the time, uh, the people that I was around, sort of knew who who we were, who I was, and so there was people watching, and um. Well, it sort of, I, I approached with the flowers and, and, you know, the interaction was going well, it was going nice. And, um, um, I hadn't gotten to saying anything 
of of substance of substance yet. And um anyway, and then basically um I just sort of didn't. Like I backed down Wait. um and everyone was watching and it was just really embarrassing for you me. You attempted to talk to a girl and then didn't? Well we we, we talked, we did talk. But I didn't like, you know, like I just gave her the like flowers. Fully go through no, that. yeah, we didn't really didn't you commit. You got a low riz score. I didn't commit. Yes, I um <laughs> yes, honey, thank you. Low riz score. Yes. Remember, it's higher than mine. I'm speaking in general terms, vague terms, of of course, but Got it. That's cringe to you? Does that not count? I mean It's embarrassing. It's yeah, but like I Mama, I thought you had worse things. Just look at the material. And I move my Damn. hand up and down. Damn, honey. Now show us your hands. No, no. Not after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can think of something worse. Nah, let's move on. All right. You caught me mid-yawn. Uh, yeah, we're walking. No yawning. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, there was one point in grade school where I was deciding what classes I wanted to take the next year. Uh, and my mom wants not happy with the difficulty level of classes that I chose. So she went to the school while I was, you know, in class and, uh, forcibly changed my schedule. That was pretty embarrassing. It's like grade A parenting right there. It, yeah, it was great. Mm -hmm. Just wonderful. Damn. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. You're here now. Yeah, it worked out. Right, but yeah. That yeah. was, was fun mm -hmm. watching my mom because she came in while I was at lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got to watch her march her way into the principal's office and I knew exactly what was happening. This is a J thing, but that sounds exactly like the moment in Turning Red when the mom goes into the Sandwich. Have you seen Turning Red? Yeah. Oh, it's that moment where she puts down the drawing. That's what I. That, yeah. That's the yeah. emotion I'm getting from yours. Uh, yep. Is when the mom goes in and she's like, "You're ruining my my little May May." Exactly. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. That that's that's horror. That's that's terror right there. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. No. I was sitting at a lunch table with uh, you know people I knew, a bunch of my friends, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Why is your mom here?" And I was like, "I don't know, but I can guess." What classes did you want to take? It was some, oh God, I, it was some sort of like literary class where she just, there were, there were two different versions. There was like a basic version and like the super like difficult version. I didn't want to do the difficult version, but you know. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Robin, I think you'll be fine. No one's going to hurt you. No. No. I've also never cringed in my life. Insight. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Ten. Ten. Now, I don't know why I did that, because I got a three. <laughs> nice. Even with a three, they cringed as they were saying that. You like can see behind their eyes just a flood of memories. Do you not have any pores? You're sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. It's okay. I'm fine. <laughs> they take a point of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, wasn't this a beautiful moment for all of us? Yeah. All right. And we're walking. Yeah. Is there anything anyone would like to do? Uh, we can also just speed up the two and a half day process unless... 
yeah. there's anything significant that wants to happen. Sidle up to Eamon real quick. Be like, so did you and Regan know each other? Hmm? So I did know your dad? Apparently. I did not recognize her, but mm. she apparently knows my father. So but he was a he's a powerful man. So mm. he knows people. So um that doesn't surprise me that much. I mean, Moonwalker's a long way from Alphala's Holt and all that. Yes, it is, but you know, I mean, Reagan's clearly a powerful person as well, so most likely well traveled. But and also my father's a well traveled man as well, so I do not recognize her, though. How would she know you, then? I don't know. Genuinely, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I do not recognize her. Okay. I'm looking for the goose. (laughs) (laughs) Roll a perception check at disadvantage. Why do you ask? I was just curious. It just... It's a little odd Hmm. that some random wizard would know one of our families... That's a dirty yes. one. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know the first roll was a 19. <laughs> and then it, now it's a one. On the wind, um, you hear a faint. <gasps> no, you don't hear that. <laughs> Damn. Damn. And at first you're um, like, oh, but it's an owl. I thought you were going to say that somebody <laughs> farted. Um, <laughs> it's the donkey. It's the donkey. <laughs> Just, I, would, I would expect someone to know. My family this far out west, not right. Well, if, tat- I, if if it comes to me, like if okay. if it comes up, I will let you know. Yeah, her tattoos uh, were beautiful. They were indeed. Um, also, listen, um, it's just a small thing, but um, I sort of know the feeling of a parent that tries to dictate your future. If you ever want to talk about anything, um, you know we're here. I'll let you know. But. You hear my fucking shoulder yeah. pop? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you turn 27, kids. <laughs> Old and decrepit till I'm 30 and I'm young again. <laughs> what? I think that is a soundbite. <laughs> That's right. Jace had like five soundbites <laughs> this session alone. It's that fucking watermelon Red Bull, baby. Ooh. Taste the fucking wings. <laughs> Let's go. Taste the wings. Is there anything else anyone likes to do? I call honk to the goose. <laughs> Roll performance check at disadvantage. <laughs> disadvantage. I <laughs> uh, will say you come. I what? You what? Whoa! <laughs> we'll say uh, the evening comes. No. no. God damn it! Yeah. God damn it! You know what? I got a fifteen. Good for a fifteen. Good for them. Was it a good honk? It was a good honk, but neither. Any no one in this group knows what the fuck you just did. Because no one knows what a goose is. <laughs> I'm spending that. This is my Roman Empire now. It's not that no one has seen a goose. It's just that goose, geese do not exist. I thought there's one. Two people, mm. you know, because some things have been forgotten with it as culture develops and there's a giant void in history. <gasps> oh my wait, God. Wait, wait, wait. If we create a god in- <gasps> of a goose, <gasps> if we believe hard enough. Oh, Everyone shit. start clapping like Tinkerbell. 
You know, I did this as an early lore drop to make everyone's conspiracy theory brains go wild, and it's backfired on me. <laughs> we are going to. I'm creating the goose can- god. Canonize the we goose god. To, it's yeah. gonna happen. The yeah. mother herself. The mother, mother goose. <laughs> um, holy shit! Our I'll mother who aren't hungry. We're gonna fucking snack break. <laughs> <laughs> ah, snack break. But the fourth dimension is casting a third dimension shadow, and that's our world. So we're living in Plato's cave of the fourth dimension. Isn't that insane to think about? Don't even get me started on subtracting. I don't know. My thing is, with with all that stuff, I still have to pay rent. Like, (laughs) like when people are like, what if we're a simulation? I'm like, okay. I, still I mean that doesn't have change. To go to work. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? I rather I don't like the simulation idea because it's like where's the fun in that? It's I want it. I want the world to be so fucking weird that we can't explain it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 oh, so <Mike's> loud. <laughs> yeah, fuck. So All right, we're back. Uh, two and a half days pass. Mm-hmm. Since since we last saw Reagan and Kingsley, traveling was light. Traveling was uncomplicated. It was gorgeous. Some very pretty views. A looming sense of danger, considering that every time you look into the sky, you know that there's a vast network of strings that are connecting the entire planes. And they're somewhere. And you arrive to Azumi's Crest at about 2 p.m. Midday, Azumi's Crest is a... This is my goose puppet. What the fuck is happening? (laughs) This is my goose. (laughs) To everyone listening along at home, all three of us players, we're making little goose puppets with our hands and just looking around. (laughs) Yeah, Max. No, I'm not going to have We get to Azumi's Crest. Azumi's Crest is a gorgeous small town that... uh, all roads connect to. You see this sort of vast network of roads that are just going out from this town. You see, as you walk through it, there are almost paved roads. It's like in between cobblestone and solid concrete. Uh, You see that there are carriages everywhere. Uh, You see that there are small train cars that are bringing people from across the towns and also outside to other places in the Izumi Plains. It's bustling. Life is... Uh, great. You see a few like monuments, uh, a lot of statues to, you know, dead people, a lot of amenities. And at the center of this town, you see almost a cathedral like library with tall brick peaks overgrown with moss. Uh, you see surrounding the, t- the surrounding town is nope. I already said that as you enter Azumi's Crest, what would you like to do? Do you want to go straight to the library? I can't I walk. So, to. yeah, but. What the, time of day is it? About 2 p.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's go straight I there. I think so. I uh, run circles or, and skip circles around Amen. <laughs> uh, you're walking towards uh, from the edge of the town to the peaks that you see off in the distance. It's about a 10-minute walk. Wow, this town is beautiful and it's bustling with laugh. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Max is full face in the pop filter. <laughs> we killed them. <laughs> There's a lot of people, and they're all. Oh, like, I love they you so much! Oh. Oh, they seem. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. Write that down. 
When you walked through Twin Hearth and Moonwater, it seemed that there was a lot more of an individualistic vibe. A lot of people were keeping to themselves, not making eye eye contact. No one really wanted to look you in the eye when you were walking through the town. In this town, everyone seems to have an air of kindness to them, more community-oriented. They all are happy to see people walking through the streets. As you walk up to the library, knock on the door, I'm assuming. You knock on the door and you hear, one, one second, and you hear rustling and rustling. And then you hear the sound of books falling over and you're like, ah, and you hear that and it's, it's more muffled. Ah! And you hear, it's like, okay, sorry, I'll be in. Just give me like, okay, just give me like, just, oh, I, what? okay. Oh no. Oh God. And then you hear a big, another thing of books topple over. Is the Deep. door locked? Can we come <laughs> The door in? is not. You, Let's get open yeah, the door. <laughs> and as you're like opening the door, someone is running towards the door uh, and they stop before they fully crash into you. In front of you is Henry B. Stings. What's he look like? <sighs> Henry B. Stings is a uh, wet cat of a man. A frayed rope of a man, a sweaty, disheveled, constantly confused eyebrows. Uh, You see that he is, in fact, missing his right arm covered by a small capelet uh, that only goes over his shoulder. He has almost black eyes, a dark, dark brown uh, with long blonde eyelashes and a mop of sandy blonde hair. He's carrying a stack of books with one arm and maintaining balance with his chin. He's like, hi, how can I help you? Do you need help? Oh, sure. Yeah, you can take that. I'll take them. Thank you so much. And hands over stack of books. How can I, I can't I help? see. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, 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 do you, no, okay. Do you want me to? Okay. Uh, I'm going to guide you. Is that all right? Yeah, yes. All right. Uh, you feel like just a, a small, like almost, you know, not touching your head, just hovering above your shoulder. It's like, okay, we're going to go straight this way. Are you trying to lick my hand? Okay, please don't lick my hand. I'm not going to, I, but. I, I know you won't. It's just very sweaty, and I don't think you would like the taste. What do you mean you're sweaty? I, I've been running around. You do cardio? Well, no, I just, you know, we haven't had a lot of volunteers recently at the library, so I've been doing a lot Wait, of stocking why? myself. What? Why? Oh, you know, they're afraid of what books well they're afraid of what they might do if they're at the library when a raid might happen i thought raids hadn't happened at the library for a long time i mean yeah but you never know when the next one's gonna happen well do uh, and those are some vowels Jay, you are on fire tonight. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh no. I'm I had three meals today. Yeah. Um, and what oh damn. Okay. Uh well tell me where to put these and let's chit chat. Yeah, of course. And then he guides you to sort of in the central uh part of the library it's uh it's one of those libraries that has too many books and not enough shelves uh just books everywhere stacks Mm. here and there Mm. uh you see a lot of like uh little display cases of of other artifacts you see like a few cats just running around uh you see a bunch of like overstuffed couches and chairs uh in little communal spaces throughout the the library you see 
it's one of those like second stories that's fully open in the middle so you can see up into the second story and that has like with every row of books there's like a big comfy chair at the end of the row so you can kind of like hide away and read books in he's like all right this is the central Izumi library you can just place them down right over there these are the ones these are people are returning books so i have to check those back in <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, by the way, my name is Honey. Nice oh, hi, to meet honey. you. I'm from Moonflower, and these are my colleagues and friends. Oh, you're the field agents. We're some uh, of them, but... Yes, yes. Yes, but are you the some field agents that I'm supposed to be helping? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. This library is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Say your fucking names. I, it, sorry, uh, I'm Amara. I got distracted. Amara, nice to meet you. Um, Eamon. Eamon. Great. Nice to meet you. Great. Honey, what's your last name? Uh, Great Cedar. Great. Oh, yeah, I know your family. Oh, Yes, we are known for our uh, jams and yeah, cattle. I'm a I'm a personal huge fan of your garlic. It's like a small. I don't remember the one of one of the great cedar kids like has a has a garlic farm at the at the. Yep, that would be Twyla. Uh, Twyla does. She's a garlic girly. Yeah. Um, no, her garlic honey is delicious. I put it on almost everything. She's a. She's a baddie, that one. Yeah. She's a baddie. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that. And, I mean, she works with uh, Chickadee, my, um, our cousin. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. They work together. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hilda, or Miss Junebug, out of that. <laughs> so, uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, how can I help y'all? Um. Well. Uh, no, you were talking. Okay. Uh, we heard that you were the last one to have possession of the artifact that we're looking for and yes. just wanted any and all information that you can tell us about it yes uh so i was given a message um that field agents had found some sort of artifact uh i traveled north and they gave me a big chest i you know because all roads lead to azumi's crest we i like to have this be a holding place i have a like a, a room in the back i can show you all the room no worries um i can i have a room in the back where i can like store magical items and there's sort of a non magic or anti-magic force field around it so people cannot detect where it is um and i'm the only person who has the key for that um and i was keeping it in and uh one night about two days after i uh, dropped off the package. I hadn't looked in it because, you know, it's none of my fucking business. I heard some crashes and then one of my windows was broken and I went back, I went into the room and uh, the chest had been, package had been broken open and it was missing. And then a couple days later, the first bandit raid happened and I was curious. I was like, oh, maybe these things are connected because we haven't had a bandit raid since you know, 10 years ago when the library burned down. Uh, so I contacted the field agents and they were like, oh, maybe the bandits stole it. That is a powerful item that you do not want out. And it's been like that ever since. They didn't really come back to do anything about it, which, you know, I don't want to, you know, jazz on the moon, moonflower, moonflowers whole shtick, but it seems weird that they didn't come back to re-retrieve the item that they found. What were their names? Uh, their names were... The Fantasy Name Generator.com! Fantasy Name Generator.com! Please sponsor us. I think it's just one person doing it. Yeah, can them. Yeah, shout out Emily, creator of Fantasy Name Generators.com. We love you, Emily. I'm a bad Emily. 
I'm thinking. I know a few. <laughs> um, it's Emily. <laughs> okay, so the three of them are Oasis, Hamlet, <laughs> and Babette. Women in crime. <laughs> so true. So you told the field agents that it had been stolen, and their suggestion was that the bandits maybe took it. Yeah. Their also suggestion was to call the local authorities. Unfortunately, the local authorities didn't really do anything. <laughs> Henny, honey's face the first time in this conversation goes dead flat when you say that. Yeah. And then back to smiling. Well, it's because, you know, the... The bandits for the last 10 years haven't really been bandits. They've had their own private settlement out west, and they've been, you know, more like more local authorities than the actual local authorities. So it's weird for them to have this new crime streak. You know what I mean? Did anyone besides Moonflower and you know that this artifact had been found? Uh, The only people that could know about that artifact was probably the Material Pantheon. And you said, so it was in the middle of the night that this this item went missing? Yes. Interesting. Would you like and to come to the room and, and check it out? I haven't. Yeah. You know, it's, it a, happens? it's an active crime scene, so I haven't touched anything. Okay. I know a thing or three about active crime scenes. Great. And you said that this room is... <laughs> What are you two doing? <laughs> I stabbed Damon. I'm just kidding. I'm dead. Really? No. Ah. I don't have a knife. <laughs> so you said this room is protected by yeah. Some so sort the of exterior detection. Yeah, the exterior has a non-magic enchantment. So if you were outside of the building and cast a detect magic, you would not be able to see anything that is within the room. And then also the interior is protected by this magic key and. He produces a magic key. I noticed how you changed arms. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ugh. yeah, uh, by this magic key. Um, and I'm the only there's this is the only copy of the key. OK. You said there were windows. Right? There are windows. Yes. Into that room. Into that room. But there's you can't tell that there's windows into that room from outside. Yes. It's sort of a illusory non magic feel. Illusory. So, <laughs> I, I know. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> And there's no one that you know of that would know of these windows, like even past the illusion. No, I'm the only um, person, except for no, I'm the only person. I detect thoughts. Yeah. Well, I, it, I I cast it. Do I catch any of what he's? Uh, they do not. They you're getting surface thoughts, and they do not yes. roll wisdom unless you're trying to dig deeper. Correct. Correct. Great. On the surface, uh, they're like, okay, uh, this man is a bundle of anxiety. I'm well I'm that, well familiar with it. So, so on the surface, it's like I think I'm too sweaty. Do I look weird? Okay, so I'm the only person that had this key. I wonder if I should give them the key. And then if they open the door. You're then... the you said you were the only person that could know about the windows. You're sure about that? Well, unless someone was able to, you know, dissipate that non-magic field mm -hmm. spell which is a very challenging thing to do does ask considering question, the power of the enchantment yeah does asking that question prompt any new thought spiral as i saw yes it's up? but it's more theoretical okay it's more okay maybe maybe the band it's like maybe they figured maybe they found like a really powerful magic item and maybe you know maybe the field agents did do it i don't think the field agents are you did a it. wizard simple, huh are you a wizard not necessarily. Can you do things like? What like do you mean? This? And I cast druidcraft just a oh, little bit. I'm, I'm like a. I'm an artificer. I'm more. I, it's like you know. 
I mean, I'm an archivist first, but like I'm an artificer second. Oh, and I'm a bad bitch yeah. third. I made all of these. I made all of these shelves. All these shelves are magical. So if you take out a book, then it gives me a little ping saying which book is being checked out. Oh, I grab that's a book really out. Cool. Yep, that's the history of Claria Volume Three. Did you hear that in his dead detect thought? <laughs> you don't know that I cast shit. <laughs> I could feel it, in my pussy. <laughs> You know, I that's was like, Amara's casting. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go. Let's go see the room. Yes. Okay. Cool. Sorry, I forgot I was the DM for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you were like books. <laughs> uh, he takes you to the the room in the back of the library. Uh, as you enter, and it's a sort of small hexagonal room. Uh, there isn't much in it. There's like a few boxes here and there, but. In the center, you see that there is a open chest with a broken lock on the ground. Uh, looking, you see that there is a single broken window that has sort of a tarp covered over it, and there's not much else. What's up? Can I investigate uh, the chest specifically for like how it was broken and like was it like a lockpick kind of situation or was it like like a busted open? Like yeah, roll an investigation check, and you also see that there's a thin layer of dust all over this room. Well, fourteen, fourteen. Uh, with a fourteen, you see that the lock isn't actually broken. You see that as you look at it, like you pick it up and. All intensive purposes, the lock looks completely normal. And then with a, you said 14? Yes. With a 14, you look into like one of the holes of the lock and see that the full interior is like melted. It's incinerated. It's burnt. Interesting. So it's not that they broke the lock. Whoever got into this chest somehow incinerated the mechanical center of it to remove it. Yeah. While Honey does that, I would love to cast Detect Magic as detect well. Detect Magic? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you see that the lock has uh, inherent magical properties as well as the chest. Both of them are enchantment magic. Uh, you can't really detect like the exact what would happen, what what springs off this enchantment. You also see that both of the windows are magical enchanted, and you can also just barely like if you are. If you step outside of the room, you can see that uh, there is like the anti-magic barrier. But the moment you step into the room, it all just like buzzes out mm -hmm. and you can't detect anything. Okay. So none of the enchantments that were like on the window, the lock of the chest, they weren't dispelled. No. Okay. So they found a way to bypass the enchantments on the windows, locks, lock and chest. Yeah. Somehow. This is melted on the inside. Look. Okay. And I showed an Eamon's face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yes, I will take it. Uh, no. It, no, it's like, it right. looks like on the inside that someone had went, and it went like, and it like melted. But like the rest of it seems intact. But what I'm more concerned about is if I look around this room, there's a lot of dust. Is it the same kind of dust that we found when the other guy teleported away? Uh, roll. Fuck. What would that be? Roll a fuck check. Nice. Well, no, 18. I would say that you just pull out the dust <laughs> yeah, and I, you we, we like compare it. it yeah. And I would yeah. say that it is very similar. Mm -hmm. However, uh, the the primary difference is that the dust that you found in 
Twin Hearth? Yeah, that was Twin Hearth. Yeah, the dust that you found in Twin Hearth, it seems singed. It seems toasted. Mm-hmm. Like you took the dust and threw it in a frying pan and like toasted it up. Wait, now wait a second. A little bit of cumin in there. Toast up them spices. That's a J thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just investigating the lock? Yeah, I looked cool. at the lock. Is there anything anyone else would like to investigate? Wait. Also, you could do just a general investigation check. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, is there like, if there's dust everywhere, is there footprints? Roll a perception check. Oh, fuck. It, it can be investigation. There like. we go. And I'll also add that investigation to a general investigation. Eight. Eight? I'm stupid. You do not find footsteps. I, I can't a, see shit. Footprints. For general investigation, I rolled the 22. 22? Cool. I will resolve that after um, Will's roll. Uh, it's a 12. A 12? Yes. Cool. With a 12... You notice that there is no glass on the inside of this room. Hmm. If I, how, is the window like very high up? Uh, I would say it's about chest level. Okay. To you. Um, is there a stool anywhere? Um, yeah, I can, I can go grab you one. Yes, uh, just for a brief moment. If you can, if you Runs out, brings mind. you a stool. Okay. I mean, this was a while ago, so I'm assuming it's been cleaned up, but I'll stand on the stool and. I have not touched anything in this room. All right. Oh, okay. Everything in this room is as I I found it on the first day that I noticed that the thing happened. I'm going to just peek my head through the broken window pane to look at the ground outside. Is there glass on the outside ground? You notice that there is a large chunk of glass outside the broken window. Um, open almost like it was broken from the inside out. Mm. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. a 22... 22. With a 22, you look at the chest itself and notice that the latch is still on. Hmm. And then do you want to open the chest? I just showed Will a photo of John. Yes, I do. When you open the chest, the interior is also completely singed. It is it is burnt. It is it is black almost like it is still burning there's like hints of magenta of of fire still within the chest i still have the detect magic up do i get anything particular off of that yes i need you to roll a history check okay i thought you were gonna have me roll a saving throw yeah. and i was so scared at disadvantage ow that's still a 15 sorry a 15 with a 15 the magic is not of any of the schools uh that you would recognize this is a form of celestial magic uh and you are unable to detect what kind of celestial magic okay i will impart that knowledge onto my allies i was All listening right. Um, Were you? Yeah, I actually was. Okay. Yeah, that, was that was that was Kenzie asking Jay. Yes. Not, okay. So don't, don't do that <laughs> at me. <laughs> um, Henry, um, is it okay if I call you Henry? Yeah. All right. Um, it's the nicest thing anyone's called me. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's what's well, the worst? Don't oh, make that him feels. Do, no, we I don't need know. to. Uh, I'm sorry. You don't have have to answer that later. Burn boy. Oh, what is burn? Is that boy? Because the library burnt down. Oh, oh, Henry Beast. <laughs> that's <laughs> very 
brutal. I'm sorry. Um, oh, yes. So, um, before this occurrence um, that caused most people to not want to work at the library, did you have other people that worked with you? Oh, I get pretty consistent volunteers. It's just that when the bandit bandits banditry started happening again, people started to not want to volunteer because, you know, due to the nature of the banditries, they do not, the banditings, right. they do not want to be responsible for burning down the library again. Right. And so you're absolutely certain that no one else could have access to that key. I keep this key on me. Right. Where do you sleep? Oh, I sleep upstairs in the attic. Do, do, who, does anyone know that? Oh, everyone knows that. Right. I mean, it's my, you know, it's my library. Well, yeah. Well, someone steal it from you, break in. Well, then they'd have just, to return the key to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, as as I said, I'm a, you know, capable artificer. Oh, yes. I, I, have, I have a security system. I certainly don't doubt that. It's just that um, the broken window looks to me like it was an escape point, not an entry point. Hmm. It looks like the glass went outside that way, um, which I guess just leads me to question how they got in. But as we're talking, I'm gonna send a message to Amon and be like, "Can you? Do you have uh, see invisibility prepared? I'd like to see if there's a string attached to Henry." I have the candy i haven't can i reply to this message yeah yeah um i have the candy i haven't u- eaten it yet um and that's the only thing i i know did you I cast the invisibility have. did i eat the no, no you had back it, you when had the bandits the first bandit attack in your spells did you unprepare it i might have prepared something different <laughs> that's fine um in the neck no you're right i do <laughs> Oh, we're so bad. I was wondering for the last like four episodes, like why hasn't well because Will cast the invisibility? One of the sessions I did swap it unprepa- out, swap it out with something else, and then I forgot ah, I that see, I put I see, it I back. Um, so uh, yes, I do have it prepared, and I knew that the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Will who's that? You some fucking loser. You will. Oh, no. You. Fucking you are. Hate that guy. You will. I will. You will. I won't. Oh, um, I will cast see invisibility. Okay. Yeah. Do you look at Henry Beastings? Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, you look at Henry Beastings, and at first. When you cast the invisibility, you sort of look trying to, you expect to see like an invisible arm with the hand of God. Uh, You see at first one string and then the trick of the light sort of like makes you have to readjust your focus. And then you see two strings, four strings, 16 strings, 32 strings. You see hundreds hundreds of thousands of strings connecting to his body all over almost like he is no longer uh, a human he is just a root a trunk of strings and you see one of them has sort of floated upwards and is connected 
to the back of Amara. <laughs> and that's where we'll adjourn this meeting of the Real World Community yeah, Casters Club. Gay uh, <laughs> people. I'm so glad you said something about the Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Railroad Community Casters Club. Honey is Jay Chavez. Eamon is Will Eames. Amara is Kenzie Wells. Our game master is Max Coe. And all of our audio engineering is also by Max Coe. We're so glad you can make it to this meeting, and hopefully we'll see you at the next one. Thank you again. <laughs>